message you're about listening to is a sermon by Bishop George Ajiman, the General Overseer of Winnish Chapel, Ghana. Be encouraged, inspired, and uplifted as he brings the word of life to your spirit and soul. Now, a continuation of the previous message. So Jesus Christ becomes our perfect model. Now let us look at the relationship existing between God the Father and Jesus his Son. I have hinted to us one of the great challenges that most men face. That is the struggle with identity. You get your identity from your father. Hmm. Let me explain a certain phenomenon unto you. You see, if a man does not have any model to pattern his life after, he knows within himself that he has no identity. There are many people, many people, that cannot stand by themselves on their own forever because they don't have any identity. And when you, are, when you don't have any identity, then you cannot be identified. If you cannot be identified, then you are nobody. There are some men that lean on the names of other people. You see a man coming, and then he shows off the key of his car. You know what he's really saying? That I want you to measure me by what you see in the car. All right? If the car is not there, I'm nobody. But I'm holding the key to this Tico. All right? So measure me by the car that is attached to me. In so many places, measure me by the shoe. Hey, he's wearing Gucci. His name is not Gucci. His name is Kofinsia. You get the point. He, because he himself does not have any identity. So anytime, then he does his hand like that, and then for you to know that there's a Rolex there. No identity. Take the Rolex away. Take the Gucci away. What do you see? Thank you. So you see, it's a big societal problem that society catches, catches in on and then begins to make money. They make shit. They make shit and they just put something small here and that everybody runs to go and look for that shit and then when they go, they chest out. <laughs> Mendoza. Apache. Take the shirt away, you are left with a raw, unidentified human being. All right? So it's a crisis, and society is trying to cover up through clothes, through shirts, through hairstyles. <laughs> Even in Ghana here, that we don't play so much of basket, is it basketball? The one Michael Jordan, all right? You see our children going to the shops, going to buy the jerseys of, is that not so? People buy jerseys of footballers in Europe. They have not been to Accra Airport. 
It's a problem. It's a societal problem. Identity, lack of identity. But the father provides the model to the son. And thank God that we have a father in God, the father. And he provides the model for us. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. The first thing God tackled, the first is an identity issue. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. You know what came out of the mouth of God? Let us make man in our image. Let man be identifiable unto us. Let him not just go anyhow, anyway. Look, sometimes your children go to secondary school and they join some gangs and they become some kind of human beings and then you are praying, you are praying, you are praying. It's because there is no sense of identity in the home. And the child is growing, he wants to identify somewhere. So he goes to join a gang, he goes to join singing, he goes to join, if care is not taken, he goes to join those that smoke bad weed. Well, that's it. Lack of identity. So God said, let us make man who can be identified with us. Because the identity issue is a principal issue. Being a father requires that you provide that identity for your family. Listen, you can't provide car that you have bought three Mercedes GK, GKX. Is that what you are going to leave for your child? Mercedes 3, whatever they call it, GLX, that in five years... Become Chenchema, you understand Chenchema. That is what you are struggling in life to leave for your next generation. Look at some how some of you are struggling just to keep, hey, don't touch my car. What? These are the things fatherhood requires that you provide. Let us make man in our image. According to our likeness, identity. First Corinthians 11.1. 1, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. Can your children follow you in the things you do? Everything you are doing, can you ask your child to do like you do? Look at the perfect example of the modeling of fatherhood. In John chapter 5. John chapter 5, verse 19. John chapter 5, verse 19. Then Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the Father do. Is that in your Bible? The son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. I challenge every father here. Whatever you are doing, let your son follow you. Wherever you are going, let your son follow you. That from today, 
by reason of your harassment at home that you are the father, I'm the head of this house. Whatever you are doing, teach your son. Wherever you are going, go with your son. Because we have the example there in John chapter 5, verse 19. He says, the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. Are you a father? For whatever he does, the son also does. So fathers that are developing pot bellies, you know that your children will grow to become pot bellied because that is the standard. Let me tell you my own example. I grew up to see my, we my father wearing spectacles. I grew up, anytime I saw my father, he was in these glasses. So I was admitted in secondary school. And then one day, the school authorities brought this to come and do eye screening. All right? Free eye screening. So I went on like that. My eye. My eye. I need glasses. Why was I talking like that? Because I saw my father wearing glasses. Right? So for me, it is just normal for me to be like my father, to wear glasses. I think the one that was, he knew so much about children and the psychology of children. So the guy said, okay, I'm going to put you on glasses. <laughs> Come see, I said, ah, I'm going to be like my father. So he, we went to the, the glasses, the lens. So he said, try this on. Then I tried, oh, this one I'm not seeing. Then he said, try this. No, 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 no. Try this. The fourth one, he brought one. I said, perfect. This is it. This is the glasses I need to wear. That's it. And he looked at me and said, young man, this, there's no, nothing inside. It is just ordinary glass. So go your way. That is how he dismissed me and dismissed me perfectly. <laughs> This one, this one, this is the one I want to say. Really, <laughs> you, you, you see the influence fathers have on their, on, on their sons. Just because I saw my father wear, I never understood anything about glasses. I didn't know it was correction of eyesight or nothing. But I saw every day I see my father, he's wearing glasses. So I took that one to be a part of fatherhood. You must wear glasses to the point that I was wearing no glasses as glasses. <laughs> the son can do nothing of himself but what he sees the father do. For whatever he does, the son also does in like manner. Let fathers take up that challenge. Number two area I want to consider, it is in the area of work. Why did I choose work? Because there is a rising challenge of unemployment. A father has a responsibility to provide work for his son. It is not the government. A father has the responsibility to provide work for his son. If nothing at all, a father has the responsibility to give vision, for the son to know that, look, 
It is necessary for you to pursue that. It is necessary for you to have a purpose and a meaning in life. It is necessary that a father teaches the son work ethic. These are the things fathers do. If fathers fail in this, your son will go for interview and still be disqualified. A father has that responsibility. If you are a good father, you teach your children to love work. If you are a good father, you will teach your children how to embrace work as being honorable and good. Some fathers have made it, and so they think they can give whatever their children ask for. They can give them. You don't know what you're doing. You have to inculcate in your children the discipline of waking up early, preparing your, getting to the office before. Otherwise, you, you look, you have somebody you can call. You hear me? You have somebody you can, oh, my son has finished university, all right? Um, and uh, he needs to work. Say, so, oh, Mr. Samson, fine, fine, let him come over, let him come over. And then he gets there, and he's chewing gum. You get the point? And you say, never mind, children of today. And then you give him a job, and then you tell him, be here 8 o'clock, and then he walks in there 10 o'clock, say, hi. Because in his mind, his father has connections. Of course, it is the father's connection that has connected you. But how are you going to be assessed? Are you going to be assessed on the father's credibility or on that which he has passed on to you? So fathers, we have a, if there is unemployment, please don't blame government alone. Don't, don't, don't. John chapter 5 verse 17. <laughs> Jesus answered them, My father has been working until now, and I have been working. Because he is exposed to a working father, he does not have any option but to engage himself in work also. If you have a lazy father, what kind of son will he raise? <laughs> lazy father, lazy son. If you have a complaining father, that any time he comes home, hey, this workplace is not good. Whatever the government is What will your son become? That you sit down at home and you argue with your wife. You argue and argue and argue and argue. What do you think your child will grow up to become? Hard-working fathers produce hard-working children. Amen. And Jesus Christ worked until he presented himself for the glory of God to come upon him. John chapter 17 verse 4. I have glorified you on earth by the work that I have done. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. <laughs> what work have you given to your son to do? Some of you are crazy building, building business, strong, strong businesses. Through whatever means, you are building strong businesses. When you are not there, who will continue? Your son, that when you are going for business, you leave him at home. Your son, that is always playing the computer game. What do you call it? Okay, I don't know the name. 
Do you know how many fathers have built businesses and then they transfer to their sons and, and, and in less than five years, the business does what? Who is to blame? These are the areas we look at when we talk about fatherhood. We don't look at the shirt you are wearing, shirt you are wearing, shirt, shirt. We don't look at the car you are driving. No matter how brand new the car is, in five years, it will be five years old. True or false? And within that five years, they would have done an improved version of the car. True or false? What are you talking to me about? Do you know there are even some men that have built houses? And they have gone to take the papers of the house to go and do Lotto. I don't know who I'm talking to here. I don't know. Do you know there are some men that are living in rented house, but they have built a two-bedroom house for their girlfriend? <laughs> are you a father? Amen. In many homes of today, one of the fundamental challenges is the challenge of Trust. True or false? Where do the children learn trust from? Because they are not taught, because they are not instructed, because they are not seeing anything. They grow in age. How old are you? I mean, when you go for counseling, how old are you? 32. Oh, 32, they when you when you were here. What has made him become who he should be at the age of 32? Many homes are struggling now just on the issue of trust. True or false? Trust. The woman doesn't trust the man at all. Because the man doesn't know how to take care of himself. Fathers, 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 they create trust in their children. You should live in a family setting where your children can conveniently and comfortably rely on you and trust in you. Any baby that is born is born with trust. Do you know one of the games young fathers play with their children? One of the games, I think every father plays it. When the child is about less than one year, you take the child and then you throw him up so when, when the child is so young, you don't release him fully. You hold him, but then you up, and then the child is looking into your eyes, all right, and he's smiling and he's smiling, and you are, also, you are bonding. You are bonding in trust. You take him up there, and he's... He doesn't care. You know the reason why? Because this is my father. If he's throwing me up, it is in my best interest. Because he knows that no matter what, when he goes up, he will come and land that same child. Let him grow. Let him or her grow to be 20. You know how many fathers defile their daughters? Am I talking strange? A 15-year-old girl cannot comfortably stay in the same house with the father. Father. Ah! Who are you? Now, if a 15-year-old girl is not safe in her own house, 
Abba, what are you doing? You are literally pushing her out. Out to where? To a more unsafe place. And so at age 22, he sees a young man who has told him, I love you, I love you. He says, it's better here than to stay with my, mother, my father who has the potential of touching me inappropriately. So let me go. That is why so many girls, so many girls, because of the pressure at home, that's why they marry. Anything the young man says, Daddy, I say I love him. Why? But he is not much. I say I love him because it is better for her to suffer in that man's hand than to suffer in your own hand, Father. You, you get the point I'm saying? <laughs> you, you get the point? To what extent have we built trust into our children? You have seen me start from the scratch to this point. Take this 20,000, invest, put your life in it. Come to me, two years time, let's talk. How many of you will see your, that you will be comfortable? <laughs> because the tensity that is by your bed, when you forget and you enter the bathroom, hey, Kofi, me tensity is be the whole, why? You are letting the boy know that you know that there is tensity there. So, <laughs> So, so, so that he won't come and say, I didn't see it. Uh, lack of, you see, it comes out in the words that we speak, in the things that we do, in the actions. <laughs> in your own house, you are playing. Do you know how many men are playing hide and seek with their wives on money matters? Your wife. Your wife that came from you. You have now become a pillar, and she has become a pillar. And uh, uh, you know the money. Uh, you know, uh, I will explain to you later. Hmm. And you want this child to grow in that environment and be entrusted with government position, even when he's entrusted in government position. Say, ah, Kofi, that place you are, do something. Oh, everybody goes there and does something. So you two do something, true or not? And so the child grows into marriage and he has issues of trust. Fathers, let us rise. Let us rise. There is a call to the role of fathers and we must respond. Amen. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 23 verse 46 See the confidence and the level of trust Jesus had in his father. Luke 23, 46. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed. That is, the future of whether he will wake up again or will not wake up again, nothing into your hands. I commit my spirit. And breath ceased. How many of us fathers can our children trust like that? See, these are the roles of fatherhood. It's not, uh, where's my food? You know, as a father, I must eat first before the children eat. How come there's only three pieces of meat on my, on, my, on my food? Don't you know I'm the father of the house? Can you commit the entirety of your life to your father and be safe? A father should be able to be trusted. 
to what extent are you trusting your son's mother? He's watching. Come. How much of your salary do you spend on your family and your children? And how much is spent outside? Illegitimately. The one that you cannot disclose. I'm not talking about the one you can disclose because when you are going to work, a child, one of these children that stand by the roadside came to ask you and then you looked inside the car, you saw 10 CDs that is not from you, you passed it on and then you get home, your wife says, oh honey, I left my, t- oh, I gave it to the, see that one you can declare, all right. Oh, I saw it, and the, the way the child was crying and all those things, I just did like this, and my eyes saw the tensity. So I, that's what you have innocently declared. I'm talking about the one you cannot declare. Am I talking to somebody here? Now look at that amount you are spending illegitimately. Compare it is with what you are spending on your legitimate children. How you are? Trust. Have you built sufficient trust in the relationship that your children can feel comfortable, can feel relaxed? If daddy is there. If daddy is there. Even if light has gone off and he say we should use candle, we trust our daddy. This is the best for us at this moment. So let's go through. In the same way, the father must be able to trust his children also. It's part of the training of fatherhood. It's part of the responsibility of fatherhood. Inculcate trust in them. John chapter 3 verse 35. John chapter 3 verse 35. We are looking at God, the Father, Jesus, the Son, and the model that they have presented unto us in the area of trust. John 3 35. The Father loves the Son. And has committed all things into his hand. And has given all things into the son, the hand of the son. The father loves. To what extent can a father here call the son and say, Son, your mother and I, we have worked on this two-bedroom, but there is an extra portion of land here. I expect that before I go to my grave, you extend this out from two-bedroom to three bedroom. I trust you. You can do it. These things are not to be done by the church alone. The church may give guidance. The church may give direction. But the everyday commitment of self to these things rests with the fathers. Some of you that are in businesses, personal businesses, have you introduced your children? Ah, no, no, no. I don't mix business with family. Hey, hey. I can't miss my business with my family. No? Do you know a very good yardstick for measuring the quality of fatherhood is what the son is seen doing. What your son does with what you give him will measure what kind of father you are to him. May the Lord God Almighty inspire us to rise to the challenges of fatherhood. On this Father's Day, may the glory of the Lord come upon us. Even as we see the model of God the Father and Jesus the Son, may we aspire to be perfect 
even as he has commanded us to be perfect. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Bishop George Ajuman. We hope you have been blessed. To get more of this podcast, log on to our website, www.winnersghana.org. You can also follow his handle at Bishop George Ajuman on Facebook and SoundCloud. God richly bless you.